Greetings, gamers, and welcome to a special episode, the clickbait episode, where I unpack disinformation and misinformation and speculation in the headlines in news articles that appear in the gaming industry. Make sure you stick around to find out more. Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And I've got to be in my bonnet this week, guys. I've got to tell you, there's not a whole lot of gaming news coming out at the moment, which makes sense. We've got E3 or what would have been E3 coming up, and this tends to be a very quiet time while we're waiting for game announcements and other kinds of news to come out. But of course, the news cycle doesn't stop because there's no news to talk about. And sometimes this means they have to generate their own news, their own controversy. And so I'm taking it upon myself this episode to do a clickbait special, where I want to talk about three particular articles that I spotted this week that are three prime examples of the kind of misinformation, speculative news journalism in the gaming industry that tries to to drum up conversation, drum up debate and make people infuriated and inflamed and more importantly, clicking through to the material that they're trying to provide. So I'm going to be talking about three specific articles this week. One is going to be pure outright clickbait. One is going to be very speculative and another is going to be one that drives a bit of misinformation. And in fact, one of these has inflamed the Twitterverse to a very great degree. And I like to think that the new stories that I tell you about in this podcast, they may be rumors, they may be very speculative, but it's still information. It's things that you can know that you can infer correct things about the gaming industry from it. What I want you to take from this episode are the aspects that you can read into when you're looking at gaming news yourself to decide whether it's actual information you're getting or just someone sharing their opinion. Let's get to it. This is your transfer from the 26th of May, 2022. And this is the stuff about news stories that you probably need to know. First up, we're going to be talking about our clickbait article, and this has come from PC Gamer. And the headline for this particular article is that Take-Two and Zynga merge in the biggest deal in gaming history. Now, this is the headline that makes its way into the social sharing, onto the media sites, the headline that everybody sees that draws them in. And if you've been listening to this podcast long enough or following the gaming news quite regularly, you'll know at the back of your mind that the biggest deal in gaming history was actually the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. And how could this possibly be bigger than that? And of course, you would click the article to find out and you read the headline and then the subtitle underneath that is until Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard, at least. This kind of clickbaiting of news and articles in the gaming world isn't unusual. Clickbaiting on the internet isn't something that's uncommon either. It's a great way to drive content and you've probably noticed some of my thumbnails for this podcast are a little bit clickbaity as well. But what we need to make sure that we're doing when we're focusing on these journalistic topics is that we're pulling the information from it. So when we look at this headline, we want to dive a little bit deeper 
than the main level. We want to d dive into the article itself and pull out the facts of information. And really what it's telling us is the things that we already knew. The deal around the merger, the amount that the shareholders received for each share after the purchase, the kinds of games and IP and titles that came across to take two as part of this Zynga merger as well, and perhaps some extra stuff that's come out in the wash after they've done some social media work. But realistically, we're not getting anything brand new here. And in fact, they recognize this once they get into the article, but they've already got your click at that point. Now, what is the point of bringing up this clickbait stuff that you need to dive into the article to find out a little bit more before you start making a social commentary on it? A lot of people would jump on seeing this article headline in Twitter, perhaps, and they'd say, well, it's not the biggest. Activision Blizzard obviously is, to which the people who dived a little bit deeper would say, have you read the article? So I guess the lesson here isn't necessarily that clickbait should be avoided and that we shouldn't be supporting these news companies because they use it, but more so for your own benefit to learn a little bit more about what's actually under the hood of these headlines and not just get drawn in by the clickbait. This is something that we often experience as part of our very short attention span notification culture. We'll read a headline and infer the rest of the information, but diving in and reading a little bit deeper is much better. And trust me, you'll know a whole lot more. Next up on our list is a misinformation or at least an inferring misinformation article that really inflamed the internet and had people sharing their own opinions about Xbox Game Pass and the fact that Microsoft doesn't currently have any AAA titles remaining to be released for this year. This article has come from Kotaku and the headline is Former Xbox Vice President Worried Game Pass Could Hurt the Industry. Now, this isn't an uncommon opinion. This is one that a lot of people have shared, especially with streaming services coming to the fore. The idea of having a, a subscription service attached to playing games means that the old buying things for $70, $80 might be disappearing and game companies might be making less money because of it. Now, that's just the headline. If we dive in a little bit deeper, we realize that Ed Fries, the former Microsoft vice president, was on a podcast sharing these opinions and not having really interacted with Microsoft for a very long time. He was sharing his opinion, comparing Xbox Game Pass to Spotify and what Spotify did for the industry. But the article, if you read deeper, later debunks the idea that Spotify has destroyed the music industry in the same way he's inferring about the games industry. Spotify is increasing its ability to create opportunities for musicians. They even talk about how the revenue is increasing over time and the opportunities for musicians are growing as well. Now, Game Pass being in its infancy and Microsoft being in a very vulnerable position at the moment means that it's very easy to leverage that for a bit of content. Kotaku is known for sometimes making very opinionated pieces as well. So when you read this headline, you need to make sure that you're diving into the content because it is actually trying to misdirect you a little bit. It's trying to say that maybe Game Pass is in trouble. All sources seem to say that it isn't. Have a read of that article, jump in, it'll be in the show notes like all of the other articles that I've mentioned today, and you can have a very good idea of what I mean. Lastly, we've got an article from gamedebate.com that states Deus Ex, Tomb Raider and Thief 
could be getting more sequels, remakes, remasters, or spin-offs. This obviously refers to the Embracer Group acquiring those Western studios from Square Enix more recently. These three IPs made it into the news for the most part when this deal happened, but there's no other new information in there actually inferring that there could be any of these things. This is a purely speculative headline, trying to tell people that this deal happened, reminding them something big could be coming around the corner and it may well could, but it would be unfair to say that this particular journalism outlet knows more than anybody else. So when you see words like could, should, maybe, can, those kinds of words in a headline should tell you that maybe there's no information there, but maybe they're trying to make a prediction and land one of those big whales in gaming journalism. Again, article is in the show notes. And that is a little bit of how you can untangle misinformation, clickbait, and speculation in journalism around the gaming industry. Bit of a different one, I know, and if this is your first episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Spread this episode with people that you think may benefit from thinking about this kind of stuff and approaching articles in a way that will hopefully remove any speculative information that we're trying to send around social media and trying to unpack misinformation and disinformation in news in general is something that we should all be trying to do more often. Head to thededrop.com to check out the sources of these stories and more. Follow the Instagram for even more or follow me on at MattBlissPod on Twitter for even more stuff. Join me on Monday and Thursday every week for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about The Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.